0: Wow, we got to talk about this finale.
1: Getting to be part of this amazing story.
0: Age is irrelevant.
1: Age in all kinds of ways.
0: I was pleased with how things ended for Kelsey. I do not want Lauren with a man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, Team Duff, it's Wit. Thanks so much for listening to Duff Enough, the ultimate Hillary Duff fan podcast. This show is a celebration of the life and career of actress, singer, mother, and all around icon, Hillary Duff. It's the end of a Hillary era as the hit comedy series Younger wraps after seven seasons. And we have my next guest to thank, quite frankly, for the show we know and love. She is the author of the book Younger that the series is based on, and she's joining me to discuss the finale and more. I'm honored to welcome Pamela Redmond. Thanks so much for being on Deaf Enough.
1: Oh, I am thrilled, with. Thanks for having me.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, this is going to be part interview, part discussion about Younger's final season. And we are actually recording this on the day that the final episode dropped. So my emotions are high. I'm sure yours are too. How are you feeling?
1: I was, I had tears streaming down my face. Uh, It really was one of those moments for me that Felt very much like uh, the first day of the shoot when I went to see them start to shoot the pilot. And it really hit me in this room with 150 people that this was really happening. And I felt the same way today. It just felt momentous.
0: Yeah, that's how I felt too, honestly. I mean, seven years as a hardcore fan of something is a long time. And I was... I was a sophomore in college when it started and wow. I was 20 and now I'm 26, which is the age you know that Liza was impersonating and <laughs> Kelsey was when the show started. So it's emotional for sure. so I'm I'm right there with you. I I laughed, I clapped, I cried during the finale for sure. So the yeah,
1: finale was amazing I thought
0: Yes, and we will uh, we'll dive into it full review coming up. Is there like a one word first reaction you have for the finale?
1: Well, the word that came to mind was a perfect because I really thought it was a perfect end to the show, a perfect uh, tie up for all the characters. Um, But the other word, if I can have two, I would say emotional. Um, And that was personal. But I think that the finale was also very emotional on a lot of levels.
0: I'm going to go with heartwarming for me. That's how I felt. That's good. Yeah, that's how I felt. All right. Well, we will talk more about how it all ended later and we'll get into spoilers and that sort of thing. So (laughs) everyone listening, stick around. I do want to talk about your younger journey, though, because these are your characters. This is the story you created. And I mean, what a journey it has been long before the past seven years. So your novel of the same name was released in 2005. Yeah. How did you get the idea?
1: Yeah, that's, it's really, you know, going on 20 years ago now. Um, I got the idea reading an article in Vogue about extreme plastic surgery and how, you know, there were <laughs> these clinics somewhere deep in the jungles of Uruguay where people could go and basically be totally, rehabbed and reinvented and I started to think about you know who would want to do that and what would you do and and then of course that led me to what would I do if I could could reemerge one day as my 25 year old self again and I guess the thing that came to me was that I would like to go back to that age and take my career as a novelist a lot more seriously. Um, I didn't really start writing novels till I was in my 40s, and um, so I wanted that time back to start again. So you can see from that idea how I got to Liza.
0: Yeah. And in your version, it's Alice, right?
1: Yes. In the original version, it's Alice, although in the... um, re-release of the book, the show edition that Darren Starr wrote the foreword to and then it has a lot of pictures in it. Um, I changed the character's name to Liza with his blessing. He said, I, I think it's gonna be at this point it's too confusing for people if you don't.
0: Right, right. And oh uh, we'll get to the the sequel that you wrote too, because that's a meta a meta situation going on there. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, and it is interesting I read your bio on your website and it does really parallel with your life a little bit, this reinvention.
1: It does a bit, yes, and in ways that I didn't really um, think about when I was originally writing the book. Uh, You know, fiction writers have this um, superstition that what you write about will come true, that it'll happen to you. But I think in some ways what we do is we write a fantasy that we may not even realize is our fantasy, and then we step into it. After writing Younger, I did, you know, have this wish to restart my career as a fiction writer, also to move into the city, to get divorced. Um, So I kind of followed Liza's lead in a lot of these things.
0: Yeah, interesting. Life imitates art, huh? (laughs) And so when you were writing it, did you think like, oh, this will be a good story for, for TV or maybe a movie?
1: Absolutely. I mean, from the very first day, in fact, I, I thought from the beginning, I knew right away that this was a good idea and uh, they don't come along that often. And I thought this is a great property for an actress over 40 because there's a lot of talk about how there aren't any good roles for actresses over 40. And I thought, wow, she gets to look hot. She gets a complicated, challenging acting part And it really could be something that an actress of that age would love to be part of.
0: Oh, and you got Sutton Foster. So you really struck gold there. Um, Well, I mentioned, you know, it was released in 2005. The show premiered in 2015. So 10 years in between. What's the story there? How did it get into (laughs) Darren Star's hands?
1: You know, it's funny because uh, he said that he saw it very early on, but that it was already optioned by somebody else. And in fact, it was optioned several times um, by a lot of great producers. Um, ABC optioned it at one point. And uh, as often happens in Hollywood, you know, the year or two years of the option would go by and the show would never get made. And so, you know, finally it fell out of an option and he learned about it right away and he grabbed it. But um, at that point, I wasn't really convinced that anybody would ever make it. So it was a pleasant surprise when it really happened, especially by Darren Starr, who's like the best. So Yeah.
0: yeah. And you would kind of moved on to, to other novels, I'm sure, and other things. And so how did you find out it was becoming a show? Do you remember that moment?
1: I remember it very well. And I was uh, thinking about it today because it was kind of a cosmic experience. I was working on this historical novel that was very literary, set in the Adirondacks in 1920. And the day I finished that novel, I actually got a Google alert with my name in it that said Darren Starr was making the show. Uh, It was August, my agent was away, nobody told me. And then today, the last day of the show airing, I'm actually working on that book again um that same book that i finished that day that i set aside and now i picked it up again and and i didn't even realize like wow that this is really really full circle yeah. which which feels right given the finale of the show and how that there's something very full circle about that
0: Well of course Darren Starr just brings a legacy with his name so how excited were you to have him And then once you found out who was cast in it, I mean, what was your reaction?
1: It was just unreal. And in some ways it remained unreal until it was actually, you know, about to air because there are so many, you know, things that have to happen before a show actually gets on the air. And it takes, even after the option, I think it took a couple of years after he optioned it to get the news that it was gonna be made. And then, um, you know, the casting. And I remember he he told me himself that Debbie Mazur was cast as Maggie. And I was, you know, really thrilled about that. Sutton, I was like crazy thrilled because I knew her from Broadway. And of course, Hilary Duff, who I think is so perfect in the role of Kelsey, I would say this show is not just about you know being older and pretending to be younger, but it's about age in all kinds of ways. And, and the Kelsey character is really about a younger woman who's very eager to, to grow up, to, to be in the adult world, to have more responsibility, um, to be taken seriously. And I think uh, Hillary really played that very well.
0: I think she was perfectly cast there for sure. And like I said, that's where I feel like I'm at in life right now. So I'm yeah. relating to the show in, a, in an all new way. And okay, I'd love to hear about when you got to visit the set and meet the cast and see the characters that you created come to life right before your eyes.
1: Yeah, um, I met Sutton first. She was the first person cast. And uh, I was living in New Jersey then and she was performing at the Carlisle in New York and she invited me to go to one of her shows to meet her, which was, you know, so over the top, incredibly amazing, uh, thrilling. You know, we had a drink then with her and her now husband. So that was really thrilling. And the first day I went to the set was the very first day they were shooting. And it was uh, the uh, scene in the pilot where she comes into her house as the real estate agent is selling it or pitching it to a couple of buyers. And she's kind of upset to see that going on. So it was only, she was the only star I saw in that first um, episode. Uh, I did go then to um, the party. There was a big party when the, you know, when the series was kicking off uh, for all the press people and uh, executives and stars in New York. And I met Hillary uh, at that party. She was lovely. Uh, that's when she had green hair, if you remember. Oh, yes. Uh, Nico also had green hair. So I met him. Uh, Charles, I think, was not there. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter Herman. Yeah. I think in those first few episodes, he was not in them. And he was not my character. So I didn't meet him until later.
0: Yeah, because your book didn't have kind of the love triangle situation so much.
1: No, my book, you know, focused more on work and motherhood and how women are under this pressure to a lot of times make a choice between one and the other when they're in their 20s and 30s. And in uh, Younger, the book, you know, Liza obviously has chosen to stay home with her child, and Maggie has chosen her career over having a child. And here they are in their 40s, and they're switching places. Um, In the book, Maggie decides she does want a baby after all. So that's a big part of what happens in the book.
0: As the past seven years have gone on and the show has just become a huge success, what have you sort of sat back and thought? What's your reaction been to how well it's resonated with with viewers.
1: You know, I people always ask me, you know, how I feel about the show. And I guess I can imagine people having their book adapted and, and, and not feeling good about it. But my reaction has always been like, wow, this is, you know, better than I could have hoped for. Um, so I've always been super proud of being associated with it and, you know, kind of amazed and impressed by how big the story grew beyond what I created.
0: Right, right. Because, of course, you know, it did go past what your story told. And that led you to, I would imagine, write this sequel that was released in 2020, Older. And I have a copy of it. And wow, so you went full on meta here. And even Hillary is involved. So talk a little bit about Older.
1: So for a long time, I thought, you know, it wouldn't be possible for me to write a sequel because, you know, the show was proceeding independently and I didn't know where they were going to end up. I'm sure they didn't know where they were going to end up. And then I had this idea for um, Liza, who in my book uh, wants to be a writer, writing a book about her experiences pretending to be younger. So the... Book of Older kind of has the proposition that uh, that the Book of Younger is actually a memoir or a confessional memoir that Liza writes about this ruse she's pulled on the world of, of faking her age. And then Hillary has become a TV executive and she wants to turn it into a television show.
0: Well, Kelsey starring Hillary, right?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. I loved your take on it. And I love that Younger... Younger is such a fantasy. So for you to just carry on that fantasy even more with older, it's just, it's a great read. So I encourage fans to read it. And I've seen several fans actually post that they were reading it. So
1: it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, that's great. I know it's, it has a lot of good reaction on Amazon. And I think it's got something for real hardcore fans of the show and of the book. Um, And it also has it makes a lot of sense to somebody who's never seen the show, um, which was really the goal.
0: Perfect. Love it. All right. Well, as we jump into our season seven discussion, I do want to mention, you know, how exactly we got to this final season. Finally, uh, you know, (laughs) the show was supposed to be in production. Uh, in March 2020, but pandemic, so shooting was delayed until the fall of 2020, and by then Hillary, pregnant with her third child, so lots happening behind the scenes, and, you know, unfortunately, two series regulars didn't return full-time, and I wanted to address that. We lost Charles Michael Davis, who played Zane, and we lost original cast member Miriam Shore as Diana. That really was a big loss. I was I was really sad not to see Diana.
1: Yeah, Diana said. So- a big role in the show, uh, much bigger than she has in the book, and I missed her as well. But uh, I was also feeling today like, uh, you know, they really made the most of that with um, bringing Molly Bernard, Lauren, you know, giving her a much bigger role, and it made total sense for her to take over for Diana. And Zane, you know, was a great character, but he you always knew that he and Hillary were not really you know, together they were all, they always had this professional rivalry. So it opened the door for Hillary to look further afield for um, for love and uh, professional satisfaction.
0: I never felt like Zane and Kelsey were going to work out. Um, but, you know, as for Diana, I do feel like at least her story as she was going on her honeymoon, I was like, well, that works out. She's going yeah. on her honeymoon. She is using vacation days that she hasn't used. So at least... We tied up her story nicely and we saw her uh, make a little cameo over Zoom, I do believe. And and, and by the way, Darren Starr said in interviews that the reason they weren't coming back, it had to do with COVID and scheduling conflicts. So those things happen, the cast carried on. And so, yeah, and my other note, here coming into season seven is that younger moved from cable to streaming and it's going to air on tv land later but it released weekly on paramount plus i actually just watched it on hulu uh just sorry but i did. And so yeah, let's get into our let's get into our review now. For me, i will say it's hard to top season 4 of younger. So this wasn't my favorite season for sure. And i've seen some other fans say that maybe this season wasn't as strong and i think covid definitely had to have had a huge impact on maybe rewrites or how things were reworked, you know. There were a lot of phone call scenes in this season and i was like That had to have been a COVID thing because I've never seen so many phone calls in Younger before. (laughs) And on the fun side, of course, Hillary was pregnant. So we got to watch all the funny ways that they hit her belly throughout the season, uh, which was just so funny. I think the the most outrageous one for me, they had her standing behind uh, like a glass case. Do you remember that? Yeah, (laughs) yes. And I mean, she'd either have a big coat on or she'd have a laptop. So that was super fun for Hillary fans to get to watch. But yeah, I mean, the, the biggest takeaway, I think, overall for season seven is the very first episode, you know, Liza says... That age is irrelevant, and this was the first season where we were coming into it. Everyone knows the secret now, mm-hmm. and the secret was no longer the driving force for the story. So it was like, where are they going to go with this? To me, it never felt like this was the final season. All season long, I was, I was like, where, where are we going? I don't, I don't know how we're getting to the end here, and so it almost felt like a season where. I don't know if they knew it was going to be the final season or what, but, you know, you know, shows where they they don't necessarily know it's the final season and then they get to the last episode and they, they write it as if it could go either way. This could be the end. This might not be the end. That's kind of how it felt for me, but we'll, we'll talk specifically about the finale. What are your thoughts on the season overall though?
1: Um, I thought that it, it finished um, really strong. Uh, and I agree that I didn't know where it was going. You know, there wasn't the through line of, you know, Is this important person going to find out? You know, season six ended with uh, Charles's proposal. And so there was this big cliffhanger. We were all waiting to see how that would turn out. Um, And then it was kind of hard to tell how it was going. Um, I think like most people, nobody wants Charles to end up with Quinn, who's not at all a sympathetic character. So No, no, no. yeah so I would wince you know like Charles Charles why are you with her it made me like Charles less
0: I do love Laura Benanti though as Quinn it's just not the character I know
1: it's 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 nothing against her she played that you know sweet sweet but awful good but bad um, person so perfectly but you didn't want charles to be with her she was never the character you know she was never the woman that charles deserved
0: i agree but i
1: thought that you know i watched the last three episodes this morning um because i had been away and so i hadn't i wasn't quite up to date and i thought the last three episodes were really strong and, and and all these pieces that were all over the place, like really all came together in a way that was very satisfying to me.
0: Yeah. um, But the ending, I mean, wow, we got to talk about this finale because let's just go through the spoilers and talk about how things ended for everyone. So Liza and Charles not happening, not ending up together. And that's how it seemed like it was going to go. It seemed like they were back together the next to last episode. And then this episode, they basically set it up as like Charles and Liza were never going to be able to trust each other in a relationship, which I never thought too much about. But yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that was I think that that was a legitimate reason for them not to work out. And I always really wanted Liza to, you know, be I was I'm team Liza, just Liza yes. be happy on her own. I was fine with how that ended. And then he promoted her to editor-in-chief and he's going to go off and write his novel and she's going to hold down the fort. And in my mind, Diana comes back and they run Empirical, her and Liza. But, <laughs> but yeah, how'd you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I I was thinking all through that last episode, like, oh, well, there's not even a question here. Like Charles and Liza are totally together and you know all the problems have been swept away. And then that twist you know, really close to the end of her realizing that he could never trust her. And I guess at the same time he realized it, that was, that was good. And it felt, um, it felt earned, Uh, you know, it felt right. It didn't feel manufactured.
0: Yeah. And then let's move on to Kelsey because, Kelsey Lorraine I have always wanted her to go back and be the boss I was sad when things mm. didn't work out for her in season six even though realistically so it, it didn't and I say realistically younger is not about realism not always but yeah it was great to see that Kelsey took forth this incubator idea and got rid of the guy who was misogynistic well we find out that she is going to be funded by hello sunshine who she'd worked with reese witherspoon's company and moved to la Mm -hmm. that does open the door to a kelsey spinoff which i don't really foresee happening now but now that she's going to do how i met your father but yeah i was pleased with how things ended for kelsey
1: yeah i was i was pleased too and i was pleased um the la her moving to la that was the Uh, that's what happens in older. And that's uh, the, the spin that Darren star said that he had thought of independently. So uh, you know, if there is a spinoff and I'm not ruling that out, I I don't know anything beyond the fact that it's been rumored, but even though how, how I met your father seems like that's something that's probably going to go forward. Celebrities have starred in two shows at once. And you know, they might make both of them and see, you know, what's going to happen.
0: Hey, listen, if I had it my way, we would have How I Met Your Father, we'd have the Kelsey spinoff, we'd have the Lizzie McGuire reboot, we'd have it all.
1: <laughs> yeah, why not?
0: <laughs> why not? Why not? For sure. And then Maggie winds up with Cass, the dean of the college, right? And I I thought that was fine. I thought Maggie always kind of seemed like she wanted to be in a relationship. Uh, we had that other plot where she had kind of had a relationship a little bit with Malky. Um, so I was cool with that. I kind of wanted Lauren and, and Maggie to wind yes, up together. Yes,
1: yes. But I
0: was fine with that.
1: Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, you know, of course I love Janine Garofalo, but I, you know, she'd been portrayed as this weird, lying, vindictive character. And so it was hard to really be rooting for her and Maggie together. So yeah. eh, maybe the least satisfying uh, tie up for any of the characters for me.
0: Lauren, though, I was really worried that Lauren was going to end up with Max. And I just, I was like, I do not want Lauren with a man. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then the way that they ended that with Max, the the doctor who she had previously dated and then they reconciled uh, in the last couple of episodes and so then we find out that Max is now dating a man and Lauren is now going to be in a relationship with both of them as <laughs> Liza called it a throuple I clapped I was clapping it's so Lauren Me
1: too that was perfect it was real it was surprising uh yet really natural and that's the best combination
0: Yeah that is younger at its best honestly Yes
1: I agree totally
0: And then Josh we'll end with Josh so I, I guess deep down, I'm team Josh. Like I said, I'm really team Liza, but deep down, I guess I'm team Josh. And so for Josh to show up at the very end of the show, Liza is back in a bar. And once I realized what they were doing, they were recreating the very first scene Mm -hmm. where Josh and Liza met and she's trying to get the bartender's attention and she waves the shoe. And then here comes Josh and he's like, we never wave a shoe. Once I figured out, oh, this is how it's about to end, I just like my heart just swelled, like I could just feel it, and I was getting emotional. And then it's just like this recreation, like I said, of the the first scene where those two characters met for the first time, and and they have the same lines, and then he says something to the effect of like I've been here," or Liza says, "I didn't see you there," and he said, "I've been, you know, by your side the whole time," and you know, the doors left open as to where that will go, but for Josh I was so happy because he has loved her so much and really he didn't really get too much of a story this season so for that to be his ending I was I was very happy for him
1: Yeah I I totally agree about that I you know even hearing you describe that last scene again I got the chills all over again cuz I just thought like oh that is so brilliant and um and moving and real you know I think that Josh even physically looks so much more grown up now. You know, he he looks now like Liza's equal in a way he didn't, you know, in the first season where, to me, he always seemed like a teenage boy and she was the mom. Hot mom, obviously. But uh, right. looking at them in that last scene, it's like, yeah, I can see it. You know, in some ways they want the same things and they're living in the same world more than Charles, who's like the guy who's always in the suit.
0: Yeah. For me, a satisfying ending. We talked a little bit about the Kelsey spinoff, but where do you think the younger franchise could go next?
1: Mm, Yeah. Well, of course I would love to, um, uh, the Kelsey spinoff I think is brilliant. Uh, I would love to see uh, um, Darren Star was quoted today in Deadline saying that he could see a movie down the road and I definitely could see that. I mean, I would love to see him uh, do a spin on the book Older that I wrote and kind of make it a meta, you know, Liza writes this book and you could just like pick pick that up and just go with that. I, yeah. th- I think people would believe that. Uh, I have been talking to several Broadway producers who are very interested um, in turning Younger into a musical. Okay. Yeah, which I love that idea. I think it's a total natural for Broadway. Um, Of course, I would love to see... Sutton and Hillary starring in it. But, uh, you know, I think that's my ultimate dream at this point.
0: Well, I would love that for sure. Um, As we wrap up here, you know, reflecting as fans, we were kind of talking about how we felt today and being emotional. My experience is nothing, I'm sure, in comparison to yours. But so I'll go first and then I'll let you have the last word. But it's just been an incredible seven years. And this show has truly been my escape and I know I came for Hillary initially as a longtime Hillary Duff fan, but I stayed because it's just one of my favorite shows of all time and the writing, fantastic. the cast, perfect and gotten so many other people into the show and had so many great conversations with uh, fellow viewers about it. So just an incredible experience. But let's let you have the last words as the author of the book that the series is based on. I mean what has what has the seven years been like for you?
1: Yeah, you know, I can kind of uh, relate to what you're saying as a fan, because a lot of my experience watching the show was as a fan, because past a certain point, I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, there were characters and dynamics that were different from those I created. So I feel that sadness, you know, where you cry a little bit when your favorite show ends. But I really was uh, very moved. And, you know, it really hit me today What a huge thing this had been in my life. And uh, I'm about to cry again because I'm remembering this um, line that Kelsey says on the stage to Charles, which is, you know, I'm something like I'm so full of gratitude uh, for getting to be part of this amazing story. Uh, And that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I actually wrote a note to Darren Starr and said, you know, I can't say it better than that. So (laughs) Mm.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, it's been an honor to get to talk to you about it as the person who really, you know, this is your your brainchild, as they say. And so I just I don't know. Thank you. Thank you for coming up with this story. And I I even want to say, like, thank you to the writers and Darren Starr and everyone who's been involved, the cast. It's just been it's been incredible. Do you have any other thoughts that you'd like to share or anything else?
1: You know, I just want to say thank you, too, because um, it's fans, uh, you know, and journalists like you who really have given the show a lot of love. And I think that's, you know, that's been very gratifying to see as, as a writer and a creator and, you know, somebody who's proud of my child out there in the world. So uh, so thanks very much. I'm so glad you're doing this.
0: Finally, Pamela, where can listeners find you online?
1: Well, they can find me on my website, PamelaRedmond.com. It's R-E-D-M-O-N-D. Uh, and you can learn more about me and my books and uh, my work with baby names, which is a whole other branch of my career. That'd be a good place to start
0: i will have the the links in the description below. But Pamela, thanks so much for being on Duff Enough.
1: Thanks so much, Whit.
0: And that's all for this episode of Duff Enough. Thanks again for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and stick around for more because this podcast is what dreams are made of. You can follow along on social media at Duff Enough Pod and check the description for my socials as well as show guests. And until next time, bye, Team Duff.
1: like amazing interviewer you so good oh my gosh
0: thank you you called me a journalist i was like that's so kind um <laughs> all right <laughs>